Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. We normally don't go live on Wednesdays, but here we are uh, for an emergency podcast with news literally breaking minutes ago. Uh, My co-host, Jeremy Brenner, will be here live, I assume, in just a minute. Uh, I am not sure if we are taking uh, guests tonight. I don't believe we will, but potentially towards the end of the show. So hang out with us. Um, before Jeremy gets here and I see a bunch of people streaming in right now, um, for what I will like to say, screw you, Raphael Stone, because what the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? Uh, (laughs) That's my immediate thought, literally. Like, this goes down, we're podcasting, so you guys are getting raw emotion. So I guess let's set the table uh, real quick. Um, (laughs) Jeremy will be on the show here uh, in a couple minutes. He just texted me. So let's give the uh, breaking news. The, the, The Christian Wood. The Houston Rockets are agreeing to send Christian Wood who is a 20-10 and 10 guy, to the Dallas Mavericks for the ugliest man in the league, Boban Marjanovic, Sterling Brown, Trey Burke, Marquise Chris, and the number 26 pick. Okay, so let me ask this question again. Raphael Stone, what the hell are you doing? Wait, wait. Why are you making this trade? You couldn't get better for Christian Wood? You give up a guy of Christian Wood's talent for a bunch of expiring contracts and the number 26 pick? And if anybody would like to give their really, really quick thoughts on this trade before Jeremy gets here, hit that request to speak button. I'd love to hear from you. Your immediate quick thoughts on this trade. I don't get it. I don't like it. Uh, we'll bring in our first listener real quick. Alex, Alex, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. How you doing? Uh, well, I'm doing better. Well, well, when my phone was going off, I didn't know if, you know, if I was having an aneurysm or what. But um, I, I don't even know what to say right now. Do you like, I mean, what, what give, gra, grade, 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 is, is there, is there a grade, grade below the an F? Is there a grade below an F? Well, we all know what this is. We it's all. Salary dump. Yeah, this is what, that's what it is. And you know what? Maybe we'll be wrong about this down the road. Um, because when they traded Harden, to me, it was the same thing. Like you see the decline in what James Harden is now, but at the time, it felt a lot like a salary dump. This is a different type of salary dump. Like Christian Wood was a fringe all-star the way he was playing at points as a rocket. I, I don't even know what to say right now. I mean, I guess who's our starting center of the future now? I don't know, man. Jeremy just got on, so let me let you go, my man. I appreciate you chiming right. in. No problem. Stay in the room. Um. All right. 
let's bring in the co-host of the, let's see. Uh, I, oh, there we go. Let's see. Jeremy, are you there? I'm here, Mike. Hey, man. You know, I love, I, I live for moments like this. Oh, the, ooh, I'm going to let you finish because I have a really, really good feeling there is going to be fireworks between you and I tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. Oh, I mean, when I say fireworks, like, why do you, why do you live for moments like this? What are you referencing, first of all? I don't know the rush that I felt for the past 15 minutes. We're recording this like yeah. this instant reaction. Like oh yeah, knows, like probably later tonight. Um, no, I mean and honestly, like you know, it's like you're surprised, but then you're not really surprised, and then you're like, you know, you're trying to process everything, and then you, you just have like 5,000 different things going on in your mind. So you're like, this is why we have this emergency podcast to kind of you know, sort it all out. I'm not sure exactly what you've gotten into with, with Alex in the first couple minutes of the show, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to talk it out with you, Mike. Oh, for sure. Together. For sure. So let's, with the listeners here on Spotify Live. Yeah. Let's, let's put on the table now that you and I are together. The Houston Rockets are in agreement to trade Christian Wood, uh, for Boban Marjanovic, Sterling Brown, Rockets legend, Sterling Brown, if I may add. Uh, Trey Burke, uh, fellow Rockets legend Marquise Chris, and the number 26 pick to the Houston Rockets. Jeremy, your instant reaction to this trade? I was kind of surprised that Dallas is the destination for Wood. You know, you hardly see teams try to trade into their division, let alone a rival like that. But Mm -hmm. I genuinely think that this was the best offer that Rafael Stone got. Um, and to get a first-round pick for Christian Wood after, you know, what seemed like, you know, it didn't seem like he was getting those kind of offers at the deadline, um, you know, you take it. You take it now. I think this is a good move for the Rockets. I can understand why people might feel differently. They might think, oh, Christian Wood's value, this, that. The thing is, we have – kind of analyzed, Mike, over the past year plus, Christian Wood's value. And now we know what it is at this moment in time. And I think that this is pretty fair valuation. There were times where we thought his value was a little bit higher. We thought, well, two first-round picks should do it. Um, there were times when you know nothing was being offered. A late first and – that's really like all that I'm thinking of. It's like the players don't mean much. The players are just salary filler. I'd be surprised if um, if at least two of these players ever suited up for the Rockets. I do think at least one of them will, and I'll get to that a little later on. But, um, yeah, I think what a crazy, crazy, crazy uh, last 15 minutes it's been. I can't tell you how much I hate this trade for the Rockets. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I despise this trade. I hate this trade. If there was a grade lower than F minus, I'd give it to the Rockets. I hate this trade package. I don't hate the trade of moving Christian Wood. I hate what they got. Like I can't even express to you how much I hate this trade, but I will leave the door open 
there better be a corresponding move. Oh, for sure. There's like, absolutely going to be okay. corresponding moves. With I hate the uh, beginning of this. Now, what they do with potentially packaging 26 or packaging 17 to an Eric Gordon and seeing what happens from here on out, I await, I look forward to, but this... I think there's a chance they trade up into the lottery now. Sure. I think, sure. I think that that could be what this is. You know, you always want ammo going into the draft, and this gives mm-hmm. you ammo. It does. It Granted, absolutely trade, does. Now, this trade isn't official until after the draft. Right. But you're going in knowing you have three picks coming your way. Um, and you can use that 17 pick, maybe move up and – you know, trade a, another future first, kind of what they did last year um, to get to where you want to go. Um, but look, they've got cards on the table and that's what you want. And look, when it comes to trading Christian Wood, Mike, I think like, yes, there was a time when his value might've been a little bit higher, but I don't think his value is getting any better than what it is currently. As, a, as an expiring contract, um, as just a guy, like you, you run the risk if you brought this into the season, you run the risk of his value tanking, which I do think that his value tanked this season based on, you know, his, his small regressions. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say he regressed a ton, but he did regress a little bit from the year before. So I think that now, and now you're going into the season, you have room in that front court to work with. You know, maybe you get, uh, maybe now you have two starters that you could possibly fill up and get in this draft instead of one. Um, no, this. Well, the you. I mean, the timing is what I like about this trade the most. I'd say um, because I didn't think that Christian Wood's value was going to grow anymore. Well, you and I talked about this, right? Like literally, we were just talking about the fact that they were going to have to make moves to open up the front court, which I like in this trade. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lo and behold, mm-hmm. um, I, it's hard to grade this trade. I'm not going to just go off the deep end. Like, I hate it. Like, personally, from an organizational standpoint, I think you're right. I like the I love the idea of having ammo going into the draft. What I don't like is you just gave Luka Doncic a stud to play next to for the next, because Dallas is going to give him the year. For a year, Mike. No, 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 no. That you don't make this trade unless they're they're going to re-sign him. Watch, they'll get. He will be signed to a long-term extension before the season starts. I think they said he's due like, like a max contract for him is like four years, seventy-seven yeah. million. Yeah, he'll he'll get he'll get he that might, deal from someone, Dallas. Well, let's see. Christian Wood is how old? Uh, he is twenty. 26. Okay, so by the time he so he turns 27 before the season, by the time that extension hits, he's 28. That extension goes until he's 32. Yeah. I think the Mavericks are taking a big risk with this one. And oh, I see no, no, Dallas no. People uh-huh. in in the listeners, if you guys want to come up and talk this out, feel free to hit that speaker request button, but I think in one way, Dallas, they didn't give up anything. Dallas needed a big, right? Dallas needed a big, and they're taking a chance on Christian Wood. The problem with Christian Wood is can he 
change his game to fit Dallas's defense first system. I think on offense, Dallas gets a lot better, but I do question how well they'll be able to, you know, protect the rim now because that was Christian Woods biggest issue in Houston, right? Is that we had zero rim protection. We had the worst defense in the league while he was here. That is who Dallas is now relying on to be their starting center. Why well, I, I hear, let me, we're going to address that real quick, but let's bring up Ruben on stage. Ruben, what's going on, my man? Ruben going once. Sorry, can you hear me okay? Oh, you right. are coming in perfectly. All right, perfect, man. That was a uh, super surprising move. I love it. Um, definitely love it for Dallas. I kind of love it for Houston because just reading all that turmoil and, you know, stuff that he did during their practices, I don't think that was good for the young players that they have down there. Um, but basically, you can – I don't think that's the Rockets' last move, uh, last move either. Um, I think one of you guys said they may try to trade up uh, with the with the ammo they have uh, with that extra pick uh, to get a little bit higher up in the draft or, or, you know, get more higher picks than they already have. But I love the move for Dallas and uh, and we've had him before. So he played for our, our G League team. So um, or or that um, I forgot the Frisco something. I forgot their name, but we had him before. So I think he's kind of used to Dallas and knows how to to move in Dallas like that. So, but you put Christian Wood with Luka Doncic, and it's well. Don't forget, I, I don't forget Spencer. Wait. Don't forget Spencer Dinwiddie. You're probably going to end up bringing bringing Brunson back too. I like yep. the fit with Wood and uh, Pal up front. This is an A for Dallas. Like it's, I don't, it's, I, I don't whether get, they're going to be able to bring back Brunson and Christian Wood. Because if you sign Brunson to like, let's just throw out five one hundred just to be, um, just to kind of uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, you're paying him twenty million a year. You're playing Christian Wood twenty million a year. You're playing Luca the max. Like you're not you you don't have much more wiggle room. And I don't think that Brunson, Luca, and Christian Wood is title contender i think they are a very good team in the west but given where memphis is where minnesota is gonna be where phoenix is at the moment uh you know i I question whether dallas is shooting into that top tier in the west with with this move i I question whether that and i don't think that jalen brunson is a for sure sign and, and you need him like dallas needs him to be back to where they were this past season. So, uh, you know, doubt, like, I think this trade, it's, it's hard to grade it, right, Mike? Because mm-hmm. there is still much more to come after this, yeah. not just for Houston, mm-hmm. but for Dallas as well. So That's I'm fair. curious. Because, look, if, if Christian Wood plays one season in Dallas, this is an L for the, for the Mavs, no matter how well you put it. You, you give up a pick and you kind of get Christian Wood. Like, it. To me, it reminds me kind of like the Ty Lawson trade back in 2015 that the Rockets, Rockets legend, by the way. <laughs> well, I mean, legend, but he didn't even last a full season. I know, I know. So, and what, uh, and what I will say, like Christian Wood is, I mean, I, I think we can all agree that any center that we would have got in the draft is not a Christian Woods. 
So that's, that's like, that is true. You're right about that, Ruben. He's, he's so, definitely so, better than the 26th pick. Um, right. I just question, but also how much he's going to cost. Like he's he's pretty cost effective. He's making about 14 million dollars in the final year of this current deal that he's on. But once you sign him to an extension, if you sign him to an extension, that and is, what I oh, and I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but that I, is I believe be enough. To get I believe. Uh, yeah, final I'm thoughts not, here, Ruben. It, oh, I'm sorry. It, no, you're good, brother. Like, yeah, um, but no, with the player, it looks like we gave up what four or five players. That's a lot of money coming off the books for the Mavs now. It's Literally. a decent amount. It's a decent That's amount. It basically like Trey Burks was three million alone if he opted into his player option. Like. All it's, of it's a lot of money that's coming that are coming to Houston just match up what Christian was yeah. going to make this year anyway. So the the books and the and the salaries and all that are pretty much zero. Yeah, yeah. So Ru- Ruben, we got to move on to my next okay. speaker, my man. But come back and, and hang out with us soon, my man. Cool, cool. Thank Thanks, you, Ruben. Thank you, brother. Good luck this season. Um, before we get to Harvey, um, uh, Jeremy, um, yeah, man, th- this trade is is. About two things for the Rockets, I think, ultimately. Number one, the, he, Christian Wood was a locker room cancer. Let's call it what it is. He was not good for the young guys to be around. Is that a fair statement, Jeremy? I wouldn't 100% say that, but there is potential. Because we don't know 100% for sure if, that's, okay. if that was the case. But there was potential for that based on what we as outsiders know. For sure. And this is all about flexibility for the Rockets. What they turn this into remains to be seen. Let's go to our next speaker, my brother from another mother, Harvey. What's going on, brother? Uh, how you guys doing? How you guys doing? Oh, it's a good day I'm in H-Town always. Well, Harvey. Um, <laughs> there it is, Jeremy. I'm, I'm somewhat conflicted about the trade overall just because of the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, you know, I guess it's not like football where you don't really trade with. Harvey, real quick. Harvey, real quick. Before you move on with your point. Rockets fans are conflicted today with this happening with Dallas and Sam Cassell potentially being the next head coach of the Jazz. We haven't talked about that yet, but yeah, we need to we need a collective like breath prayer session for the Rockets. Uh, oh man, I but continue I gotta sleep on all these. Continue, Harvey. Give us your quick thoughts. Uh, we do have a couple oh, other speakers. We're gonna get to okay well. with with the Christian Wood thing. Okay, like you took one of my points. He was a cancer in the locker room. So you know, uh, you know, anything when you trading for peace and you know commodity around the locker room. You know, what I'm saying it's, you know, there's no value for that. So I I, w- I would say that for one statement. But I still gotta sleep on this just because I know we're not gonna keep Marquise, Chris, Trey Burke. We're not gonna keep. We probably keep Boban. That's probably no. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't probably keep Bobon. The players are yeah, okay, the players so. are footnotes in this trade, Harvey. That's that's the okay, truth. Because, yeah, I was because the it. thing is, all of these guys were veterans on a title contending team, a team that was uh, just a handful of games away from an NBA championship. So uh, these guys I, are all expiring deals this upcoming season. So uh, we wrote it down right before we came on. So. Uh, next year, Trey Burke has actually a player option for about $3.3 million. Um, whether or not he opts in, I'd expect him to just because that's that's $3.3 million that is guaranteed if you just say yes. Uh, but I wouldn't expect Trey Burke to be here. I think that Dacian Nix is probably uh, the player they want to invest in at the back of the year. Boban, 
I think could be a fun guy to have around. Uh, I don't think that he's going to play any meaningful minutes. Um, I think same with Marquise Chris. Marquise Chris was like a hardship contract that played well during that whole COVID uh, spell in the middle of the season, and he ended up staying on for the latter half of the year. I don't expect him to do much in Houston. Sterling Brown, though. Yeah, Trey Burke. If any of these four players stay, I'd put my money on uh, Sterling Brown. And uh, Chris Haynes just tweeted out, Marquise Chris underwent knee surgery today and is rehabbing for the next couple of months. So there's no way Marquise Chris is going to be on the Rockets next year. So uh, I think think if any of these four players are going to stay, it's Sterling Brown. But then Brown will probably be flipped at the deadline for another piece, similar to kind of who he was back in 2020 for the Rockets. Uh, you know, his his familiarity with Steven Silas, his familiarity with the team, the some of the guys that were in Houston. I think if any of these four players stay, uh, it's going to be Sterling Brown. But the main piece in this trade is that 26th pick, which uh, is is potential, um, in, if anything else. Harvey, you have any final thoughts, my man? Uh, my my final thoughts is uh, as far as the Christian Wood trade goes, this could be something good for down the line at the end, for as far as the end of next season, because we'll probably have another top pick with some money, and we'll have up and coming guys, so we'll be able to kind of put all of that together. I'm hoping, uh, especially if we do get the number one pick and give uh, Wimby uh, with that money. So you know what I'm saying? That 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 could be something. That's the silver lining down the road. That's just my final thought. My man, we appreciate you always. Thank you, Harvey. All right, man. No problem. So we do have a tweet that we do need to get to uh, from Tim McMahon, which I think has a lot of juice to it. Uh, Rockets were – and this is as of eight minutes ago. Rockets were looking to move Christian Wood to clear playing time for Alperin Shengun and likely the number three overall pick, whether that's Paolo Boncaro or Chet Holmgren. They pounced on chance to acquire a first-round pick and no long-term salary in the process. So there's a, there's a, a few things to unpack there. Number one, I think we're on the same page, Jeremy. Jabari Smith is going to Orlando, right? Uh... I mean, that's what the, the rumor is. That's what Vegas says is going to happen. Well, the reason, why, the reason why McMahon said that is because Jabari Smith is working out for the Ma- – he already worked out for the Magic. Mm-hmm. And he's working out for the Thunder. I think that uh, was earlier this week. He's not – doesn't have any plans to work out with the Rockets. So the only scenario where Chet Holmgren somehow falls is if – well, because that's the thing is – that's why he said it's going to be either Paolo or Chet because Jabari has no plans of working out with the Rockets. It's probably – Jabari's either going to Orlando or OKC. That's not right. necessarily saying that he's going to go to Orlando. Um, but if, like, there's still a chance that Paolo is the number one pick. I really do think that there's it, – it is at this point, based on what I know as someone who lives in Orlando, as someone that writes for a Magic site that covers the team, um, what I can say right now is that it is a three-horse race at the moment. There really isn't one yeah. that is ahead of the others. If you want to read into it, I, Jabari worked out first for them. Um, he's the only one that's worked out for them so far. So uh, there's that. Um, but honestly, like, yeah, I mean, I, that's that's kind of, you know, McMahon was kind of echoing what, what I was saying at the beginning, you know. It frees up time for 
you know, it frees up that front court. And now you have no back salary after 23, which is the Rockets goal all along when they're going for free agency a year from now. And they're going to try to cash in, add some players on the scene that could make them competitive for the playoffs in 2024. So let me ask you this, because I see we've got a couple Mavs fans in here. So let me ask you, Jeremy Brenner, if you were the Mavericks, would you rather do this deal or keep 26 and take Walker Kessler Auburn? Um, see, that's, that's tough. Assuming Walker Kessler is even there. Um, I would say, look, this is definitely a win now move for the, for the Mavs. They did need a front court creator. Christian Wood is that, but like I mentioned earlier, I do question how much of an improvement he will make on defense. He's proved in Houston that he's a negative on defense. So that is concerning, especially considering the fact that Dallas right. got to the conference finals this year on their defense. Like that, they were, they had one of the best defenses in the league. Um, and I question how that will fluctuate now with, with Wood being in there. Look, Wood is an upgrade over Dwight Powell, who was the, the starting center for most of that, uh, for most of their playoff run. Um, but I like I said, like this is a move to get better for the Mavs, and the Mavs did need to do something like this to to get to continue what they've been working on, right? But yeah. the goal yeah. is the championship, and I don't know if Luca, Christian Wood, and if they can re up with Jalen Brunson. I don't know if that threesome get you a ring I, I don't I, like to me I'm not totally convinced yet there is a chance don't get me wrong but I'm not convinced fully that they are better than uh than they're better than Phoenix that they are better than I mean I guess they did prove that they were better than Phoenix this year so yeah. I'll take that one out but well they are better I don't they're... know if next year they will be better than the likes of Memphis Golden State right uh, Minnesota I think is going to be a little bit better as well so I am a little bit, and then you have to keep in mind, the Clippers are getting Kawhi Leonard back. Um, you know, the Lakers might try to do something and to get them back to the top of the West. So the West is really stacked like, a, like it always is, but the Mavs are staying in the hunt with this move. That's, that's what this move shows me is they stay in the hunt. They get a little bit better for sure. But I do, but at the end of the day, if you're tuning into the finals next year, and your team isn't there, like the Mavs have that. That's the only way they can improve next season is if they win the Western Conference. That's the only way they improve their team next year. I don't know if this move wins you the Western Conference. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think that's a hot take I, at all. No, I do think they're better though. Like to they me, are, this di this didn't cost win the West this year. This didn't cost Dallas anything of significance except money. That's it's the thing. The pick. Well, no, it didn't, uh, it didn't even cost them money because it's it's basically money. Money is is the money is basically the same. It cost them the first round pick, and honestly, yes, you know when you have the twenty sixth overall pick, that player is probably not going to be in right. the playoff rotation next year. So right, that's not the issue, I would say. But I, I wonder if the twenty sixth pick they could have done anything more with it. And the more I think about it, honestly. Because uh, we are we are recording this live and and this is about I'd say less than an hour before after the trade was announced. 
I don't know if the Mavs could have done much more with that 26 pick. No, that's why I say their best move. I just don't know if their best move is enough. That's what I'm. That's what. And that and that says more about where the Mavs as a team are collectively at the moment than anything else. I. But it, it's good on. It, it cost them expiring deals that if they kept those guys, like we talked about the salaries about the same. The 26th pick, they were going to end up with a big of some kind because their front court is terrible. I mean, their front court this year let down yeah. Luca this way too this much and. Needed. Yeah. yeah, and it also they needed another playmaker. Christian Wood is a playmaker. Now Rockets fans, you know, now we're seeing, you know, a lot of stories come out, you know, about how there's agents that didn't want their guys who are in the draft to come in and play with Wood. We don't really need to talk about that. I mean, Christian Wood is now gone. He's not a Rocket anymore. Good luck in Dallas. Keeping it Rockets centric, how do you Jeremy believe this ultimately like, if you had to make a bet, so right now the Rockets have 3, 17, and 26. Where do you think they end up ultimately drafting in the first round a week from tomorrow? Well, they can't trade 26 because they don't have 26 at the moment because this deal happens after the draft. Right. So Dallas is going to draft, at least for now, on behalf of Dallas the Rockets. Dallas will on behalf of Houston, yes. Right, but Rocket, the Rockets, for all intents and purposes, that have 17, 26. That 17th pick is the most vulnerable of the three. Yep. But it wouldn't surprise me if they just kept all three picks and, and took the best player available at each pick. Okay, so let's run with that real quick, okay? So we've, you know, here at the Dream Take, we've broken down a decent number of prospects at this point. If you, Jeremy Brenner, had to build... Let's say they keep 317 and 26. Who do you want to see the Rockets take at 317 and 26 now? Paolo Boncaro at three. Okay. I'm glad you didn't say 17 because I think he'll be gone by 17. I, I agree. Okay. Marjan Beauchamp at 17. That's your boy. Or honestly. That's your boy. There's a chance Marjan Beauchamp might be there at 26. Mm-hmm. Mm, that, that is interesting, Mike. Get – because if you can get some combination of like Paolo at three, Tari Eason at 17, and Marjan Beauchamp at 26, Mike, I'm like salivating. In my say, say that one more time. Let me break that down. Say, Paolo at three. Paolo at three. Tari Eason at 17. LSU. Marjan Beauchamp at 26. Ooh. Ooh. You, yeah. you felt that, Mike. Yeah, I, Ooh, I'm dead. Uh, the energy that, in the vibe. I'm getting yeah, goofy, that, Mike. Yeah, that Woo! that that made me a little hot, to be honest with you. I gotta that, be honest there. Oh man. Um. That wow. So wow. I'm gonna That's go incredible. a I'm gonna go a little different from you. Okay. Um. Because and it's so funny because I used to get a lot of people who would ask me. They're like, "Do you and Jeremy get along?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're family. Like that's what we do. We argue. Yes. Like that's what yes. makes us you and I." You and I. That's what's fun, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to build my perfect draft, I'd go Jaden Ivy at three. If they're staying at 17, I'll say Tari Eason. And if they can get Walker Kessler at 26, I'd be uh, happy as a clam. That's my three. 
it's okay to be wrong sometimes. Yeah, well, I know. I, you know, it's so funny. It's so no, funny. I, I was literally about to say the same thing to you. You know, that's that's just so funny how that works. I don't. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Yeah. Um, I'm Jade warming. Ivy, Jade Ivy at three is why I would disagree with that. But sure. I, sure. I wouldn't hate that call. I actually really would like that call. Um, I just don't. I just didn't want to be we, boring. We've talked about Jaden Ivey before, and we'll talk about him uh, in a in a future episode here. Right Tom, tomorrow night show. Yes. Um, so we'll be back on tomorrow night. I will say this, Jeremy. The more that we've talked about this, I'm not angry at this trade. I'm disappointed in the hall for now, right? Like, I've got to see the corresponding move. Yeah, this deal isn't over, Mike, so you can't, no. you can't be mad uh-huh. about the deal that it isn't over. But let me let me pose this question to you. Okay. Let's say this trade doesn't happen. Let's say, let's, when, when does Wood fall? Like, when does, when does he leave? How does he leave? I, me personally, I would have held on to Wood until draft night. And I know you say not a lot of trades happen with players on draft night. But they do happen. They, they, it was a lot more frequent, I would say, like seven to ten years ago. You used to see players moved all the time. The Rockets, uh, infamously, I would call it, uh, traded Rudy Gay on draft night. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have held out because I think a team – all it takes is one team to get really desperate. My I eye think was, that's what Dallas did, honestly. Uh, th- this isn't desperate for Dallas because this is – there's no downside for Dallas because if he goes to Dallas and sucks this year, which yeah, they don't I don't have to resign him and they can let him walk. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I don't think, I don't think that's happening move for both teams. I think, I think the more I think about it, the more I like this trade for Dallas, honestly, because yeah. they don't inherit a whole lot of risk. I'm assuming that um, they're going to keep wood long-term, but like I mentioned the Ty Lawson trade earlier. And mm-hmm. the more I think about it, the more it reminds me of it because when the Rockets traded for Ty Lawson, they were coming off a conference finals loss to the Golden State Warriors. And they basically traded him for a whole bunch of, you know, end of the bench guys that right. just matched salary. Right. Just like we saw here today. And it didn't work out for Ty Lawson. But at the end of the day, that trade, although it could have been a lot better, it wasn't necessarily a bad trade because – at the time, it was the right move to make. And for Nico Harrison, that Dallas Mavericks front office, this is the right move at this time. Because I don't think you could have gotten much better value for that 26th pick. And for the Rockets, I think the same. So I think this is more of a scratch your back, scratch your back. I'm going to, you know, instant grade for both of these teams, I'm going to give it a B. Both teams get a B. I've warmed up to it. A little bit, if I'm the Rockets, because because the Rockets because you got a ch- the Rockets checked off getting re- getting off of Christian Woods contract this this off season, so they can check that off, and the Mavs can check off uh, adding a big, and they did that before free agency started, so they don't have to worry about other teams clamoring for the services of of whoever, and now the Mavericks can get to their next stage, and they can totally slant their focus to signing Jalen Brunson in the offseason. So I think the Mavericks, it's a good deal for them. I think for the Rockets, it's a good deal for them, and we move forward. I'm going to give it – okay. So I'm going to give it for the Rockets. I'm going to give it a D-plus with an asterisk that you allow for extra credit to try and boost the grade. 
Is that That's fair? crazy, Mike, because you said you hated it's, the trade. I, I said do. I love the trade, and you're giving it a better grade than we are right now at the end of this podcast. Well, no, I I, I hate <laughs> the trade. Well, here's the thing, though. That's why I say I warm up a little bit. I went from an F- minus to a D plus, so that's warming up. Um, I don't like it for the Rockets for the simple fact that I, I just I hate the haul. But that's why I'm saying I'm giving it a D plus with an asterisk that I would like to do some extra credit, i.e. making corresponding moves to try and improve my grade, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's what I'm giving it. For Dallas, I give it an A minus. Because there's to me, I think we're on different pages. I think they're signing I, I think I they're signing them. You're well, thank you. Giving me a better grade. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> I think that they're going to sign them before the season. It doesn't sound like you think that's going to be the case. So, either way, I think Dallas wins. I think Dallas either gets a really talented big man locked up for four years, seventy-seven some odd million, or they make him do a, a prove it year. And if it doesn't work out, all they're out is the number twenty-six pick, which we, I don't think there's anybody that they could take at twenty-six that would impact a playoff rotation like you said Mm -hmm. um now i will say this i do think that if the rockets keep all three picks well let me let me ask you and then i'll answer do you think the rockets should keep all three picks no okay see but i I, at this point i've kind of just accepted the fact that we're just going to have an influx of rookies yeah and if you're and if you're here on spotify green room uh, and you would like to give your thoughts on the trade, hit that request to speak button. We'd love to bring you up on stage to hear what your thoughts are. Uh, but this is crazy, man. I literally didn't even have my phone on me. I get a call from my buddy Alex saying, did you see Twitter? And I said, no. He goes, yeah, the Rockets just traded Christian Wood. So what the hell are you talking about? And then I go to Twitter and they traded Christian Wood. Um, yeah, this is This is a lot, man. This is a lot to take in. But again... I mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, Jeremy, but I do think that opening up the locker room a little bit is going to benefit the Rockets. Let me ask you this. Do you think this impacts a potential deal for Eric Gordon at all? Hmm. Um, I more this affects John Wall a little bit more. Oh, God, we haven't even talked about John Wall. It, it, it kind of gives you the opportunity to um, to explore a buyout for him and use his roster spot to replace one of the Mavericks coming in. Um, but because I don't know exactly how that would work because obviously the Rockets have three extra players on the team. Right. But then again, uh, you know, with free agency and such. So, like, let me – I'm going to pull up all the Rockets, like, contracts – and see how many a, players they have signed on for next season. So, okay, so you have John Wall at a player option, which mm-hmm. he'll opt into. Eric Gordon is two. Jalen Green, um, David Nawaba is four. Shangun, Garuba, six. Christopher, seven. Gary Bird, eight. Kevin Porter, nine. KJ Martin, ten. Jay Sean Tate, eleven. Um, and then you got to include the guys we just got 12 Yep. and then your three, your four guys at 16. And that doesn't even include any of the draft picks. Correct. So assuming they have three extra draft picks, that's about 19 players. I think you can carry up to 20, um, 
I think you can carry up to 20 on a roster during the offseason before training camp. So they're about one they're about one short, but that also doesn't include uh, any undrafted free agents they would sign, any any just free agents that they would sign. Um, so they don't like their their free agency is going to be pretty quiet. I think they're going to be more active on the trade front, uh, just like we saw tonight. Uh, but I think I think looking at it from that perspective, um, they're probably going to be okay in that in that regard. I don't think that obviously the deal is you know accepted and the league office has approved it for uh, effective when the new league year starts. But uh, yeah, I mean I'm hopeful of a full blown clearing out. Hopefully this this Christian Wood move starts the exodus of guys who are not going to impact this roster long term. That was my yeah. reason for the question to you. That's Christian Wood. That's Eric Gordon. That's John Wall. That's David Nawaba. Like all of well, those guys. I think that all of those guys, Christian Wood added the least value. I think uh, in terms yeah. of just being on the court, because on the court he was a guy that you had to play, which took away playing time from other players. Uh, and, you know, as a teammate, there were, you know, times when he didn't show um, and, or exemplify what you would want to see in a teammate. So, but other guys like David Nawaba, guys like Eric Gordon, they do offer that off the court. So there is, you know, that's taken into consideration. But, uh, you know, this is the first domino to fall out of all of these next. Eventually, all of these guys will go. Um, but, yeah. So I, it's going to happen sooner rather than later. I'm not sure if this trade really affects that much, but um, I don't think I don't think that this trade affects the futures of any of those guys. I, I think that it shows that the Rockets are willing to move on from these players, but at what time? I don't think this trade means that it's going to come any sooner or later. There's a great tweet. Someone said Rafael Sohn saw Paolo today and said Woods' ass has got to go. <laughs> I didn't funny. see that. They 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 had like dinner or something together. Yeah, in, like creepily. Memphis or something. Yeah, Bert Steele took a picture while sitting at a table uh, with Paolo Boncaro wearing that weird thing that is a fashion trend now with a what is it called the like the thing that goes over your shoulder like a fanny pack over the shoulder. I don't get it, uh, but Paolo could pull it off. Um, yeah, man, I this is gonna make the next week. A lot more exciting. I, I will tell you, Jeremy, I am waiting for a current rocket to send out a tweet with like eye emojis or some sort of hidden me message. Drama. Yeah. Like, uh, there's somebody <laughs> to quote, you know, I'm waiting for Kevin Porter Jr. to quote some, you know, song lyric that is obvious shade being thrown at Christian Wood, or I'm waiting for Christian Wood to tweet something because I have a feeling this is boil. This is going to boil over at some point, and maybe the truth will come out. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, man, I, this is an interesting day for the Rockets. I mean, I really don't know what the days are going to have coming up. You know, because I definitely think there are another moves coming, um, but I do feel like this is a decent place to park the rocket ship. This was fun, man. Always a great time with you, Mike. Oh, it's it's a decent time always with you, Jeremy. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. Um, we will be back, Jeremy and I, tomorrow night here on Spotify Live for part seven of nine 
of our 2022 NBA Draft Prospect Breakdown. Uh, we have four prospects to break down tomorrow night. We are getting that much closer to the NBA Draft, which will be a week from tomorrow night. Uh, Jeremy, you have a show coming up this weekend. I will be live on Tuesday, and then we will have a show on Thursday night of the NBA Draft, so make plans. I'm going to gonna try to make that. I, I don't know if I'll be able to, given uh, other engagements, but uh, I'm going to try to sink in for a little bit. It's all good, man. We, uh, we'll be live to talk all things Rockets all the time. Uh, it's going to be an exciting night for sure. If you're on Twitter, uh, give the Dream Take a follow, at the Dream Take. You can follow the mothership of the Dream Take, at DreamShake, S-E-N. You can follow my wonderful co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, on Twitter at... You can follow me at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. You can follow me at BSW Podcast underscore MB. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, any day that ends in Y, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. Until next time, Rockets fans, go!